I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to another episode here at A View from the Bullens. And this is the weekly catch up. Myself, the Bobble, joined by Ben Wynn Stanley and Paul Draper for this one. Ben, this is going to be the Sean Deutsch special. We've had a number of messages, a number of emails to talk about Sean Deutsch and where do we think... Or how well has Sean Deutsch done this season at Everton, given all the problems and all the off-the-field issues that Everton have had? So, Ben, I'm going to come to you first. Sean Deutsch, 14 games, 5 wins, 2 draws, 7 defeats, 15 goals scored, 20 conceded, minus 5 goal difference, should be 17 points and sitting in 12th. However, obviously, with a 10-point deduction, Everton have seven points and lie in 18th. But, Ben, given everything that has happened, given the way we started the season with the likes of Neil Morpay and Dan Juma having to lead the line, Lewis Dobbin as well, the injury to Dominic Calvert-Lewin at the start of the season, he's now back fit and firing. We didn't have all our ducks in order, didn't we? Did we, if we were honest, going into the... Well, coming to the end of the transfer window, we weren't all done and dusted when we should have been. So, given everything... How well has Sean Dodge done for you so far this season? I think he's brought that, like that mentality of a bit of a stability. The the players are responding. He's getting more of a tune out of them from where we were twelve months ago. I think we've come on leaps and bounds. Look, we should be on seventeen points, bar the, the absolutely repugnant decision from the Premier League to the, to deduct us ten points. And you look at the games where we've been beaten. You know, the Fulham Wolves at home stand out massively for me. Probably should have won both of them games. The Luton game, we just couldn't really break them down in the second half. The Brighton game, they scored a lucky deflection. I, I honestly do believe that Everton's home performances have been very good. But we need to find a way of scoring our chances because Sean Dyche away from home has been exceptional. We've won three games on the bounce. We are an away-styled performance. You know, We're an away team. We feel like we play a lot better away from home. like to be compact and invite pressure. We just counter-attack. So... For me, Sean Dice has done an incredible job. I think at the when he first came to the football club and the, the the first of Feb, 
what the back end of January, sorry, that we had no chance. He was fighting a losing battle, you know, no signings coming in. Frank Lampard had left this football club in an absolute disaster. Him and Benitez combined were horrendous appointments. And he's come in, he's absorbed all the negativity, he's absorbed all the the negative mentality surrounding the off-the-field issues, the players' mentality. And I think that he's reveling in this, how can I call it, this period of uncertainty. He's the right man right now for Everton Football Club, regardless of what you think in regards to you know, style of play, possession-based football, passing-based football. I don't care if we've got 5-10% possession, as long as we're creating chances and scoring goals. And right now, Everton are scoring goals. The, the, the goal scorers are chipping in here, there and everywhere. They've took the burden and pressure off the likes of Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Beto. You've got Decore scoring, Jack Harrison chipping in, Dwight McNeil chipping in. You know, Tarkovsky scored this season. James Garner scored this season. The, the, the different players are now starting to chip in. So I think for Sean Dice from 12 months on, we're so far advance of where we actually were I actually now see in Everton an identity that I can actually relate to and it's all down to the manager you know people are still calling for his head on Twitter I'm calling them absolute lunatics to be honest and that's just my opinion I get it we all want to be playing like playing Barcelona playing Man City but you can only play with what's in front of you you, you cannot go out and play like this against you know the likes of Arsenal, the Man Cities, the Arsenal at home game, for example, we got absolutely battered. We got absolutely tore a new one. And ultimately, we we didn't really lay a glove on the likes of Arsenal. But the likes of Arsenal, Man Cities, even the Liverpools of this world, unfortunately, are levels, are head and shoulders above, you know, a lot of the, the other Premier League clubs. So yeah, we've been stable, not perfect. You know, I'd probably give them an 8.5, 8. 9 out of 10. But... The away form's been incredible from where we've come from from the past few seasons, where I think we've we've won more games this year than we have in the past two. Um, just And we're not even at Christmas yet. So that's a step in the right direction, but we need to obviously mirror the home form going forward. Paul, fair assessment by Ben, do you think? Yeah, fair assessment from from Ben. He's been, he's been very good, Daish. Me and Ben, for example, we no, we don't hide ourselves. We are huge fans of Dice. Even when it was a bit tough for him, we both said, "Give him a bit of time." Well, the the results will come. The performances are there. I actually remember a clip that we've got on me on some of the socials that I said Sean Dice seems tend to grow into the season. Come November, etc., you'll see a bit of an improvement. And I'm not trying to say that's holdable. But I think I, I analysed that situation quite well myself. He's here being a breath of fresh air. The way he deals with everything, he just doesn't really care. He gets on with the job in front, ahead of him. Just footballing, footballing stuff only. Doesn't get involved in obviously all the point deduction, all the takeover news, the protests last, last season. Obviously the, the passing of the chairman, which can affect the players. Every single thing that could have an implement or an effect on the players. He's, he's worked on and he's sort of... Not worked on, sorry. He's moved that away from the players' distraction that doesn't let it, doesn't let it distract them. And he, he's just a, he is just a very good manager, really. He's just a very good coach. Evan had a very well-coached team, and it's been a long time since we can say that. Mm. Evan a coach well, Everton. 
know what they need to do. Everton, a dangerous away from home. His main fault probably is the home form. We need to try and replicate our away performances at home, or not the performances as such, more the results on the form. But I've I've got belief in Dice that he can do that. He he's a he's a breath of fresh air to have at, at the club and long may it continue. Do you, do you guys think that he is the perfect manager right now for Everton? Yeah, you 100%. do. Who who else would come into this? Let's put it because right. he's not everyone's taste. He's not everyone's cup no. of tea. Is he? Let's be honest. He's, he's not everyone's cup of tea. If you go onto social media. You know, there are, there are still some people that, you know, not a Deitch out, but they're not fans of him, which is which is fair. Everyone's allowed an opinion, of course. But do you think right now he is what this club needs? Yeah, 110%. I couldn't think of anybody else I'd rather have in charge of this football club. Maybe Simeone. He's <laughs> probably the only other one. Because of the way he plays. Because of the way he plays yeah, yeah. and the way he sets up and the defensive mindset and how he gets his players to work hard. I think that's what we're finally seeing. We've got a, we've got a group of a, of a squad now who are very workmanlike. I wouldn't say the well beaters. I wouldn't say we've got one player that is like a, a Lukaku or someone that can unlock defences and win games on his own. I don't think we've got anyone like that in this team currently. What Dice is instilling is a team full of workmanlike players who will battle hard, who will run through that, that brick wall, go that extra mile to get the results required to get this team over the line. Because on Everton only win games at the moment by sheer persistence and hard work. We're not, you know, we're not passing teams to death. We're not breaking teams down with a, a moment of absolute brilliance. We're consistently like putting up a wall and saying, right, come and break us down. And when we go one nil up in games, it's showing that that's when Everton are at their best. Because un- under Sean Dice, 14 times we've gone ahead and we're unbeaten. One ten, drawn four. So it just shows how imperative it is that Everton score the first goal. Um, for what's weird is we seem to be taking our chances away from home um, a lot better than our home form. I think the, the XG, I know for people, again, this is one of them debates where people aren't really sure. But the underlying metrics show that Everton are far behind in the league where they should be, especially at home. I think they've got one of the top five XG for chances, but only scored a handful of chances, only got four points. We're underperforming what the metrics say. And what people say is the metrics will eventually balance out. So if you're overperforming or underperforming, it will show over the course of a 38-game season. So people might go, oh, yeah, but Dice is saying XG, XG, XG. You know, if they haven't scored a goal... People say we didn't lay a glove on Manchester United. We absolutely did lay a glove on Manchester United. We had 15 more shots. You know, people go, they could have gone for it. Why didn't Sean Dice go for it? We, Like you said, 15 more shots. Mm -hmm. We had double the amount of chances on target. We had higher XG. Unfortunately, Manchester United just took their chances. A wonder goal, a penalty, and then a a Martial, which is just... It happens. It happens every single year. So right now, Sean Dyche is probably the the, the perfect man for me going forward. I don't know what you, Paul, do you agree? Yeah. I'd like to see Sean Dyche take this club into Bramley Moore. I think he deserves deserves that as it stands. Obviously, it can all change in the blink of an eye in football, but as it stands, I feel like he deserves that big sort of Achievement, not achievement, but that sort of kind of big, big occasion of like moving into the new ground. Obviously, what could be one of the best in the country, uh, and in Europe. 
and hopefully in a team that is well, if he's still in a team that is playing Premier League football, and who knows? Only only got three games to go till we can be playing that Conference League week in week out. Mm. So never never know really, but but yeah, he's um, he's done really really well again, and he is the right man for Everton. Does the home form worry you, Pat? The, away the form home is really, form really worries good. me, but the, the home performances don't necessarily. Again, against Brighton, they played well. Just got unlucky, obviously, with that Ashley Young goal. Against Man United, again, first half. Thought we were really good. Really, really good. We should have scored two or three goals. We had four or five clear-cut opportunities. And then second half, once you get give the pen away and it goes 2-0, it's... It's a tough, a tough ask on a big mountain to climb. But however, they still had, still had quite a few chances even at Tuna, and obviously then three, it, it's game over. But at Tuna, mm. I remember we hit the bar. Onana pulled the wheel. They were safe off Garnagate. Chimiti was very close with an effort. So there was still chances in the second half. And the home form, as I say, it doesn't really worry me. But it is something that needs to be addressed. But again, if we keep playing the way we're playing... The points will come. Four points isn't good enough. Four points is not good enough at home. It's not. You compare that to the away performances. Um, no, one win is not, it's not w- enough. One win isn't good enough. It's not. Good enough. It's not you know, Fulham, Wolves, Luton, stuff like that. And I'm not saying, like I said before, but the away form is good enough. I think we've got the fifth best away record in the Premier League. More than we could have hoped for. It, it's. It's. I didn't expect it. I did not expect it. Mm. I thought we, you know, we win the home games. It's the complete opposite. It's. It's a, it's a structure that Sean Dyche needs to try and find a solution for. I think for me, I'm no footballing expert, I'm no coach, I'm no tactician. The, the position that stands out for me at home is Abdullahi Decore. He plays so high up and his energy away from home works. Yeah. But when we're at home and teams are not coming at us as much as they do away from home, the, the, the role requires someone to be in there who's a bit more technical who's a bit more, I'll have the ball and I will create the gaps in behind this team. Because unless we go 1-0 up, the other team doesn't really come out at us. I know Brighton had a lot of the ball against us and, you know, Arsenal did. But we played like the away team and then. But when we play like the Fulham, your Wolves, we had chances, you know. The, the Fulham game, we absolutely battered them and found ourselves coming away with zero points. It just made no sense whatsoever. The, the Wolves game, we played extremely well in that and then we could... You know, we're 1-0 down in the 80-odd minute. And you're thinking, oh, my God, fans are starting to turn. And Look, I don't, we don't speak on behalf of every fan here on A View from the Bullens. I just like to say it how it is. If we can replicate the away form, even, you know, 60 70%, we'd be mid-table now comfortably. We'd be eight points clear of the relegation zone, mm. and we'd be sitting back going, look, we're not in any sort of danger. We've got, um, obviously... Newcastle and Chelsea to come. Let's go and get try and get you know four points from the next two. Let's and try and get a, really a win. Good return, be amazing. You know? Be a great return. Yeah, really good return. Four points from not Newcastle and Chelsea. Okay, I've got a question. Yeah, go on. If we were to be barely away next Saturday, would you take two draws in the two home games? Yeah, yeah, all day. Five points from three. Yeah, that's fine. I said at the beginning of December that we needed nine, three wins, so I said nine points. I think four points would be a good return from these next three. So we're now on three points yeah. with. So we've got Chelsea, to- uh, Chelsea, Newcastle, Chelsea, Burnley, Burnley. Tottenham Hotspur, Man City. Mm. Do you know what? Out of them, I said nine points out of 15. Yeah, and then, and Wolves, then Wolves away on the 30th. And then Wolves away. That's yeah. a big game as well. It was eight games in December. That's obviously including the Fulham Cup game. So we'll take that out. So there's seven games. 
21, 21 points on offer, 21 points. But in those games, you've got to play Newcastle, Chelsea, Tottenham and Man City, which in reality, are, you know, on paper, they're tough games. Three points from Forest away first up, so we've got three. Then you've got Newcastle, Chelsea and Burnley. Let's, if, if we focus on those three specifically, because they're the ones over the next two weeks. Newcastle at home, Chelsea at home, Burnley away before the Fulham Cup game. How many points would you take there? I think five points would be a really, really good return. Considering we've got three at Forest, that's eight points. As long as the three are against Burnley, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd, that'd be absolutely fine. That'd be absolutely fine. That'd be a, that'd be a fine two wins. For, so from Forest, Newcastle, Chelsea, Burnley, you've got two wins and two draws. That's fine. If you carry on at that rate throughout the whole season, even with 10 points deducted, you'll still be nowhere near allegation. And that's where we have to look at it. And if Everton carry on on the same trajectory that they're on, even with the 10-point deduction, if Everton get no points back, they'll still be nowhere near relegation if they just continue at the rate they're at. It's a tough month. There's no doubt about it. December is a tough month. Then you have to follow then you have the Fulham Cup game on the 19th after the Burnley game. And then you have Spurs away just before Christmas, then Man City at home, and then Wolves away. Theoretically, you could lose all three of them. Wolves are decent at home. Spurs are obviously a really good team. And Man City are you know, one of the best teams in the world. So those three games there, you could effectively come out with nothing. So I think with the Newcastle, Chelsea and Burnley away coming up, I think those three, if you get five points, including the three against Forest, eight points there, I think that's a really solid return, mate. Yeah, I'd be very satisfied with that. Very, very satisfied. Because um, again, you know, on paper, you could lose to Newcastle and you could lose to Chelsea. And then Burnley, you know, a little bit more confident maybe on the back of a big win against Sheffield United. You know, it's a, they'll look at Everton, no matter how good our away form is, Burnley will look at Everton and think, well, if we're going to stay in the Premier League, that's a must-not-lose game, that. Arguably, they need to probably win. So, that you know, it won't be easy at Burnley. It won't be, because they'll, 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 their tails will be up. They'll, you know, fancy it in terms of, they'll think, well, we've got to come at Everton here and try and get the first goal and try and, you know, get at them a little bit. Um, but, yeah, what a, what a start to the month, you know, beating Nottingham Forest. Really, really good start to the month. And let's see if we can, like Ben said over on the Patreon channel, replicate our home form. This, these next two games against Newcastle and Chelsea. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
If you like what you hear on the weekly catch-up, why not go give us a go on our Patreon channel. Go and have a look at www.thebullinsview.co.uk. All our content is there. A lot of it is padlocked, granted, because it's all on our Patreon channel. Go over to Patreon, have a look. You can get involved with for as little as £2 a month, Three fifty for the middle tier, which is called the Bullins tier. And we also have a gold, a Bullins gold membership, should I say, which is £5, and that is our top tier. We have so much content going on. It's pretty much... It is every day now, guys, isn't it? If we're honest, yeah. it's, it's, every, it's every single day. Podcast articles. January window coming up soon. January window, <laughs> tactical analysis articles, tactical analyst videos, special guests. We've had some Andy Burnham on recently. We've had some top, top guests on recently, as well as all the pre and post match talk, all the latest news coming out of Goodison Park and Fincham, plus all our community and charity work. Honestly, we do so much over on our Patreon. You can keep up to date with everything from Everton and Goodison Park and Finch Farm over on our Patreon channel. So give us a go. Give us your feedback, positive or negative. We're always looking to make this channel bigger and better. So, guys, you spoke about Sean Deitch. We're going to get back to Sean Deitch. Ben, I'm going to come to you first. We're now going to rate Sean Deitch's season so far out of 10, given everything that has happened off the pitch, everything that has happened on the pitch, what bear in mind we're in the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup as well. Yeah. Let's not forget that. So, what is your rating of Sean Deitch so far this season and why? Eight out of ten. I feel like in the summer, and Kev Farewell had a reduced closed shop. You know, I think they've only spent three million pounds in the whole of the summer. The club's been ran like an absolute shit show, you know, excuse my French, in relation to um the off the field finances. Sean Dice has come in, steadied the ship. Kev Fellwell, you know, as well, has done an excellent job on a, a shoestring budget. So I'm gonna say eight out of ten. You know, it's not the home form isn't perfect. The away form's great for us blues to go up and down the country. It's good to actually see back to, you know, not back to back wins, but back to back to back wins and then, you know, four wins we've four wins we've seen away from home. Uh six I've seen. Oh, this six. Season. Yeah, so we've seen Aston Villa away. Brentford. Doncaster. Doncaster, uh, West Ham, Ham, Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. So six away wins, which mm. is a really good return for people going up and down. And, and in the in the terraces, people are saying, "I feel confident here. You know, we can get something today." And with Lampard, with Benitez, everyone was going, "There's no chance." You basically went for the day out to see your friends, and that was it. Have a, have a get on the ale and then leave. But ultimately, eight out of ten. We can be Fulham. In the cup, we can absolutely be Fulham. Try and get a semi-final draw and kick on and try and win the Carabao Cup. Mm, fair enough. Eight out of ten for for Ben Paul. Same question, same reasoning. Go I'd for say, it. I'd say a seven myself. Um, the home form is is a big, sort of a big negative. The, the amount of points we picked up at home, away from home, we've been excellent. Obviously, his cup competition so far has been perfect. Obviously, in the two games we played, we've uh, the three games we played. Sorry, we've won in the in the Carabao Cup. I think we've only conceded a few goals in the ball. And again, the transfer window could have been better. I think I know they had a bit of a shoestring budget and they had to work around different kind of ways, and it was a bit hard. But I personally feel like they could have done a slightly bit better. Think they could have got an extra midfielder or or a centre half or a winger, well, but that's just me being being a bit picky. But yeah, seven out of ten so far for Daesh. But it keep it keeps growing. Who knows if he beats Newcastle, then it could go on to an eight. Mm-hmm. 
But there we go. I'll give my assessment. I'll give him a seven and a half out of ten. I won't give him an eight because I just think his home form needs to be better. And I know he'll have reasoning for that. Obviously, the home game against uh, Luton, Wolves, Fulham, he'll say, you know, he didn't think his troops were ready. He didn't think his charges were up to scratch in terms of summer signings and everything else goes that everything else that goes with it. But he still needed to to get more from those games. Um, so I'll give him a seven and a half out of ten. But yeah, it's it's a, it's been a very very steady start by Sean Dyche this season. And like I've previously said over on the Patreon channel, this is the Sean Dyche that we thought we were getting when we first appointed him. This is him, very much like when David Moyes was at Everton. Solid, structured, well-organised, well-drilled, a fit team, a team that all know their roles and a team that are all pulling in the same direction and they're gritty and have a lot of character. And we're now seeing that. So there we have it, guys. There is the Sean Deitch review so far this season here at A View From The Bullens on the weekly catch-up. Again, if you like what you hear, go give us a go on our Patreon channel for all the latest news coming out of Goodison Park. We'd love to have you as a member and give us a shout on all our social media channels. We're absolutely everywhere. In the meantime, have a great week here, and we'll see you very soon.